today I am speaking to you about, I am still on the fruits of the Spirit. See, the fruit of the Spirit. I am sure you are going to be blessed today. I'm so persuaded. There are many of you, you live here today with a transformed heart and a transformed mind. Hallelujah. Yeah, as we feed on these holy words of God. Amen and amen. All right. Now, God bless you. Galatians 5, the verse number 22. Galatians 5, the verse number 22. Let's go there. All right. Now, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, come down, the verse 23, gentleness, self-control, against such, there is no law. Hallelujah. But the fruit of the Spirit, go back to the verse number 22, the verse number 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is peace, is long-suffering, is kindness, is goodness, is faithfulness. Now, I want you to take note of everything that is happening here. Go up. Let's look at it again. Let's look at it again. Go up. He said, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now, I explained to you last week that Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and all these things, they are hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I explained to you last week that they are attitudes. They are not actions. Can you see that? If somebody is described as a gentleman, that is, that is an attitude. It is not an action. You agree? If somebody is described as a loving person, as a joyful person, it is not an action. It is what? It is what? An attitude. Faithfulness. You can't a guy with a, a faithful guy. A character. It is not an Action. So look at the things we are looking at here carefully. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Quickly, let's go. Gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Hallelujah. Now, when you think of something that is a fruit, please look at me. Follow me. Follow me. Don't look anywhere. Amen. Now, when we think of something that is a fruit, when we see a fruit, it, it, it's something, right? Hello? When you go and buy, and when you think of a fruit, you don't think of anything but something that you eat. Something we eat that nourishes our lives. So fruits are actually sources of nourishment for us. Please, I hope you get it. Are you sure you are here? That's right. Now, Please follow me. Take your time and follow me. Don't look at anybody. Don't watch anybody. Just follow me and let's continue. You're going to be blessed today. You realize that the tree that has the fruit doesn't gain any benefit from the fruit. Those of us that did a little bit of biology, the fruit is actually not the purpose of the tree. 
The reason why there is a tomato tree is not to produce fruit. Tomatoes nankasano fruit is just something that it produces and then we benefit from. But you can you can you can have a tree that does not produce fruit and the, the tree the tree will be there. Hello, the fruit does not benefit the tree in any way. Mango no answer any way. You understand that? So when you have a fruit on a tree, now the fruit does not naturally benefit the tree. It benefits people that come to profit from the tree. Now, so when the Holy Spirit grows a fruit in global, we call it fruit of the Spirit. We have gentleness, we have kindness, we have long-suffering. Usually that fruit nourishes those around global and not global himself. Now, do you understand that? If global is a gentleman, the one that benefits is not him, but the people around him. If you are a kind man, look at it, he said kindness. So global or a kinder, does the kindness benefit him? It is the people around him that benefit from his kindness. Now you understand that. Hello. When that young lady wanted to marry, she would look through the man of God. I want the one that is gentle. So the man of God that has allowed himself for the Holy Spirit to produce the fruit of gentleness in him is the one that the woman desires to marry. What becomes attractive in the man is the fruit that has been produced in his life. So it is there to nourish others and not the man himself. Please, are we learning? Are you sure you are here? Shout, I hear you. That's right. So, as a believer, look at me. I'm a man of God. What will bless the people around me? My wife, uh, my sisters, my brothers, the people around me. The thing about me that will nourish them, that will feed them, is my fruit and not my gift. How impressive I am behind this pulpit it has nothing to do with me and my wife. You can have a pastor that is very powerful, but in the home there is fire. Is it true? Some of the most anointed, no, this is not a critique, it's not anything, but I'm trying to say that, no, some of them are more complex than I can stand here and explain, but I'm trying to say that sometimes, and now most of the time, what will nourish the people around me? Men of God, listen. Women of God, listen. Husband's wife, listen to me. What will nourish the people that are close to you? It's not what they can offer. They are giftings. If I buy an iPhone for my wife, it does not really nourish him. Because that is not a fruit. Please, are you getting me? But if I buy an apple fruit for her, it will nourish her. <laughs> not an apple phone. Hello? Okay, now follow me. I hope you are learning something. I hope you are learning something. Please, are you sure you are here? All right. Now take your time and follow this. So the gift that God places on my life as a preacher, it belongs on the stage. But in my house, what is relevant to the people around me? I live with Kofi. If I'm anointed here in my house, my character stings. You see, there is a way he can sing behind the puppet and he wonders why God even uses me. Now, you understand where I'm coming from? That's right. What feeds them directly is your fruits and not your, your gift. You understand that? Hello? The giftings are powerful. They heal. They bless. But they cannot keep a home. 
Now, are you understanding me? If Global is a prophet and can prophesy from heaven to earth, Okofi is smarting, he is angry, shouting at his wife. That is what, you see, the, the fruit is what to feed them. They will look at the man behind the pulpit and they have no love for the man at home. Now, you understand that? Shout, I hear you. So the young men of God, the young women of God, you come to church and we are all nice and all that. Let somebody be close with you for two weeks. They will realize your real character. And there is nothing desirable about you in spite of the giftings you display. Please, are we together? Oh, please, are we together? No matter how anointed the man is, listen to me. The anointing can bring people to you. But what will keep people around you is your character. Nobody stops work. Listen, sorry, nobody stops a church or some a Why? Because the man's anointing is finished. Do you hear, do you hear something like that? No. Why did you stop the church? So for can see me many Why did you stop the church? There is something about that man. The way he treats people is not nice. There is something always as powerful as the gift is to draw. Without the fruit, there is no. You have no ability to keep around you. So as you grow in the gift, you have to grow with the fruit. Please, are we together? Are you sure you are here? Shout, I hear you. Men are naturally designed to be fed by fruits and not your gift. Can you see that? People are naturally designed to be fed by your fruit and not your So without the fruit well structured in your life, grown to maturity, there are many things that we miss out in life. You say, ah, but God, you brought this man into my life. How come he, there is something he needs to feed on. So long as he comes close to you, it is your character that will feed. And can you continue? Look, look at my wife. Can I always get up and prophesy to her? Not unless you are like Oba. <laughs> is there <a> Hallelujah. <laughs> no, can you? That's global. The, since the day he married her. <laughs> as the as Abuzilani, the only the Irish are the most uncommon. They are alone in the house. They are there. <laughs> you understand that? What will feed your mind is not the gift, but the fruit. It is not the gift, but the <laughs> Now, are we together? Are you sure you are here? Shout are here. I always say that unbelievers around us, they don't care about your prayer life. I hope you know that. They don't care about your gifting. How good you are, how good you are, how, how prayerful you are. Those things, they, they don't. They just think you are wasting your time. But the only thing they can relate to about you is your fruit. They, they can look at global and they cannot deny that God is with him. Do you know how they know? Because he's kind. Because he's gentle. Because he's this. Because he's that. Those are the parts of our character they can relate with. Not your ability to pray in your spirit. You can speak for two hours in tongues. But let him see a kind-hearted Christian and he's attracted to him. You understand that? Say my fruit will grow. Shout I hear you. Now, you need to understand quickly. Me push it today. I have a lot of things to say because I don't want to leave anything. Now, you need to understand that fruit grows. There is no fruit that appears on the tree. Today, I have tomatoes growing in my house. I don't know how the tomatoes came, but tomatoes is growing in my house. You know, it is, 
it started small, 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 and you fine. Hallelujah. The witches in my family could not contend with it. If allowed the tomato to grow. Amen and amen. Now listen to me. The tomato didn't just appear. A bit flower over a period of time. Is that not true? How many of you have seen that? That was sorry. It doesn't work that way. It takes time to grow. Every fruit in your life will grow. Say every fruit will grow. So we have to give it time. People of God, sons of God, children of God. We need to give it time. I'm not saying that time alone is capable of growing the fruit of the spirit in you. But when you give the Holy Spirit time. Are you understanding me? When you give somebody time, he doesn't become good. He doesn't grow the fruit of the spirit. But it is the Holy Spirit who grows it with time. I don't know whether you get me. So when you give the Holy Spirit time, then he grows the fruit in you. So it takes time to grow the fruit. Sometimes when you have a fruit on a tree, why is it that I'm shouting? Today, I don't like what you are doing at all. I don't know. I've been shouting since. I say more. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Can I continue? Are you sure you are here? Firepower, see. So why is it that? You need prayers, old. Okay. <laughs> amen and amen. Yeah, because I'm sure, I don't, these days, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to have issues with my throat because I will not stop shouting. I need to protect it well. When I don't have to shout, I shouldn't shout. Anamibwa. All right. Can I continue? Are you sure? Can you hear me now? Is it powerful now? That's right. Now, <clears throat> sometimes fruits are bitter before they become sweet. Is that not true? When you see a mango tree, and I say, Anka, Emre, it is still a fruit, but it will not nourish you. When you eat it, you just. It is bitter. But time, tell somebody time. I didn't hear, tell somebody time. Expose it to time, patience, under the tutelage of the Holy Ghost. And that bitter character, that thing you are growing that doesn't seem to have any future anywhere, that thing, you know, it begins to mature and it begins to become likable in the sight of men. Now, let me explain something to you. No preacher can lay his hands on you and say, receive gentleness, and you receive gentleness. Apart from Oba, of course, and the global prophet. <laughs> they can lay their hands on you and say, receive meekness. And you have received meekness. Now, you understand that. Please, are we together? If you don't have a special grace, you can't do that. <laughs> Even Jesus didn't do that, unless these two men. Nobody can do that on earth. Hallelujah. No preacher can come to you and say that. Receive humility and you receive. Receive gentleness. Receive kindness. No. You can even see a pastor who is wicked. Is that not true? He's anointed but what? Yes. Oh. I'm a hubebre. Correct. Yeah. I can't tell you things. There are so many of you. I know it's not part of my message. Let me not, let me not go there. Hallelujah. I have seen one day. Many bishop, your cobon pie. But the hard day be a messenger. Me rain feeder. 
there was there was a man and a lady be a now oko this this is in please forgive me the lady was a Catholic no free Catholic mu ni ane ne bom pay o park so into obe ware no then there was another man from the Catholic church who wanted to marry the, the man too saw that no there was fire in our place so he wanted to come and he left and he wanted to marry now the Catholics wanted to officiate the marriage and of course the lady too has stopped the church so it became one or two. One day I went to pray in the night. I lied down the dream I had. I was shocked. Hallelujah. It's okay. Catch him say you don't know. Please are we together? Are you sure you are here? That's right. Now so sometimes when we give it time it grows. Now but when somebody gets up like global gets up to go and say father in Jesus name I pray for the spirit of gentleness. Listen to me. It's a good prayer. It's nice. It's okay. But God will not impart gentleness. Listen to me. One way we can grow in gentleness is that God will present us a situation that requires that we yield to the spirit. We yield to the fruit of the spirit and allow him to express gentleness in our lives. When you pray and say, God, give me courage. God will not give you courage. You bring a situation that requires that you are courageous. Now, you understand that? You pray to God, God, I want to have long suffering. God will bring stress on your life and see, allow you, give you an opportunity to yield to the spirit for the fruits of, of long suffering to be produced in your life. He doesn't just come and say, receive long suffering. It doesn't happen that way. So sometimes we want certain things in God and we don't know that the way they come is when we receive certain things we don't want. Can you understand that? The reason why, you see, listen to me. The reason why you are praying to God, Father, I want to have faith. There is a fruit called faith, faithfulness. You want to be faithful. God will bring you a situation, a tempting situation. That will require that you lean on the Holy Spirit for faithfulness. And as you learn to lean on him next time, which is a situation now, you'll be faithful. You understand that? And gradually that fruit is being developed. It is not imparted. It is what? Developed inside you. So situations are presented. You say, Father, I want to work in love. God will make that boy come and offend you. Can you see that? They will bring offense. And then... An opportunity will be given unto you to now yield to the spirit so that you will not be taken away by the offense. Because it is not going to come. It's not a gift. Gift near the child. But it's a fruit. It has to grow. It has to what? Now, you understand that? Shout, I hear you. So, every believer needs to understand some of these mysteries. Should you grow, will, if, you, if you are going to grow in the fruit of the spirit, how this thing happens is when men are presented with opportunities to lean on the spirit and not on the flesh. Can you see that? He will give you an opportunity to lean on the spirit for the fruit to be expressed and not on the flesh. No matter how long you pray, the way God answers it is by presenting an opportunity. Say by presenting an opportunity. Is somebody blessed already? That's right. Now, so listen to me. As we grow in the fruit, listen to me. We are blessed. We yield fruit. We are powerful and all that. But there is one other thing I want us to discuss crucial. That is, that is the central part of my message. That is why I rushed through the first part. The second part is crucial. As God is producing fruit, the devil is also doing his thing. My God. And today, I want everybody to listen to me carefully and be blessed by what they are going to learn today. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. 
In Genesis, sorry, in Joshua, the chapter number six, I don't have time because the story is a long story. And I don't have time to go into it, but everybody listen to me. I want to paraphrase it, pick and choose which, which part of the story will bless our lives. And I want everybody to follow this. All of us have been there before. In fact, many of us are in that situation. And I want us to humbly accept it and trust God to help us. Are we here? Are you sure you are here? Shout, I hear you. In Joshua chapter 6, that is the story of Joshua and the walls of Jericho. All of you have heard it before. Now, when they entered Jericho, when God gave them that victory, there was one command. That should you enter the city, it's a huge city, a fantastic city. There are all sorts of wonderful things. Gold, silver, a, a fine linen, a whole lot of things inside that city. But when you enter that city, that city is cursed. So do not take anything out of that city. Everything inside that city is consecrated unto the Lord. There are certain things only God can have. So when you enter that city, my God, many years ago when I was learning about the principle of pledges, when I was learning about those things on my own, many years ago, I remember in those days, now, he repeats resurrection. In those days, I was learning about the pillars of financial increase. And I was just learning about vows. And the principles, you know, these are some of the scriptures the Holy Spirit took my attention to. But please don't sleep. I want to take your time and listen to where I'm pushing this mystery to. Are we here? He said to them, everything you find inside that city is cursed. Now, because it is cursed, give it to me. Can you see that? It is consecrated unto them. If it is for me, it is fine. But anybody that wants to have it apart from me, it shall be an accursing unto him. You understand that? Now, so they took the city, they brought down the walls, and then they consecrated everything unto the Lord. Not knowing there was a man by the name Achan. In, in Joshua chapter 7, because of time, we are not going to read it. But when you go home, take your time and, and read it, because I'm here to preach to you. Are, you. are you listening to me? Now, Achan realized that inside Jericho was wonderful things. He was a soldier, a mighty man from the tribe of Judah. So he entered the city. He saw that there was gold. There was fine Babylonian linen. Wonderful things. So he took some of those accursed things, dug up a hole inside his tents and hid them. You understand that? Now those were the days of conquest. So they had entered Jericho. They needed to conquer a certain city, small city around them called the city of Ai. So they sent spies to Ai. And the spies came to tell Jericho, Ai de how? So they came to tell Jericho, Ai de how? We can even send just 3,000 men. They can just go and take the city. It's a small city. You understand that? If you look at the battles we have won, an idea. It's a small community. It's a USA. Any tank of The army of USA against what? <laughs> so he's saying that just send some 3,000 men to go. Now, when they send the 3,000 men, they entered, the people slaughtered them. Say 36 of them were killed. Push them back and Israel were running. They came to Joshua. The people that ran back came to Israel. Hey, Joshua, look at what happened. Now Joshua knew that something was wrong. So he set his face upon the Lord. Started seeking the Lord. What is wrong? What has happened? How can these inferior people defeat mighty men of valor? What is happening, God? So in the evening, God said, all is not well. There are people amongst you. 
who have taken what doesn't belong to them. So in that evening, they sorry, the next morning, they summoned all Israel and they brought their families one by one. I don't have time to go into the details, but the, 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 the whole idea is that Achan was brought out and they realized that he was the one that had carried the things that belonged to God. And then God had to take him away together with his family, burn all of them and everything they had. And the anger of God was rested upon the people. Now, I want, I want to explain something to you. Listen to me. Achan was a soldier, a mighty man. Somebody God used to take over the city of Jericho. You understand that? Now, in the realm of the spirit, somebody sleeping, somebody sleeping. In the realm of the spirit, there are many believers who are like Achan. Listen to me carefully. When we see, when they see us around, we are wonderful guys, nice believers. Nobody look at us and associate anything with us. We are okay. In he was a soldier on the outward, but on the inside, he was a man that was subject. To internal. Anybody to, to see, to discover. Now, please, are we together? Yeah. We have some passions that we are slaves to. Nobody knows. It is hidden secretly inside. Now, our tent. One thing you need to understand is that sin, Bonnie, you know sin, the, the idea of secrecy. Whenever you are engaging something in secret. That thing has the capacity to grow. I can't come and do it. Even though I have the desire in my heart, I have to wait for secret times where nobody is looking in order to transact that business. Now you understand that. So one thing that sin enjoys is secrecy. It is what? So anytime there is something in your life that, that you are hiding, understand it. You are growing it. It is what? Growing. It is what? It will never go by itself. In fact, it is gaining momentum daily because it is practiced in secret. Anytime you hide and do, that thing is strong. It becomes an altar. Please listen to me carefully. When I'm talking about this, don't think about mighty things. No. Everything, anything, anything at all that you are hiding inside your tent is a dangerous thing to have. Now, please, are we together? No, I cannot hear you. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. <laughs> oh, my. Now, this is not to guilt trap anybody. I always say that confession is better than being caught. Even in the law court, when you go, 
and you go and plead guilty, sometimes they can reduce your sentence. Now you understand that. Don't wait and be caught. Bring that thing to light. Bring that thing to light. Expose it by yourself. That is what I always say. Expose it by Don't wait until that thing grows in secret and destroys you. Listen to me, people of God. Listen to me, men and women of God. We have to make you aware of some of these things. Secret things will destroy you. Secret things will what? To destroy you. Now you understand that. Nobody knew what was happening in Achan's tent, but God knew. You, you, you can successfully deceive all of us, but you can't deceive God. Now you understand that. I'm not saying this to guilt trap some people. Sin already does that job. I'm not the one that's going to guilt trap. Listen, and this, this is not to people who are fighting, who are crying, who are praying, who are fasting, who are battling, who are confessing sin. Those are not the ones I'm talking to. I'm talking to the ones who have settled down in it. There are so many, they have what? Settled down in it. They are enjoying it. Because it is being done in secret. Please, are we together? No, please, are we together? Uh, listen, sometimes we gather for breakthrough. We can we pray. Okay, I want to show you certain things for you to understand. God is not mocked. I want you to understand that. Listen to me. And I'm saying that all of us can struggle. It is perfectly acceptable. You understand that? All of us can have things that we, we, no, we are trying to put right. And you know, I'm talking about somebody that sits somewhere and says, nobody sees. So let me just continue. Settle down with it. There is a difference between a sheep that is caught in mud, struggling to come out, and a pig playing in mud. Now, you understand that? The sheep realizes that this is not my place. It is crying, bear, wants to come out. You know, so I understand your situation. But also, when a pig finds himself in that place, that is his destination. He enjoys it. He is thriving in that atmosphere. Those are the people I'm looking at. Don't settle in darkness with sin. You understand that? Shout, I hear you. Am I preaching to somebody? I said, shout, I hear you. If you want to be fruitful in the things of God, there are things that need to be brought to light. There are things that need to be what? My God. So global needs to come and see the man of God and say, man of God, this is my situation. Thank God for many of the men of God here. I love many of the men of God here because they have the humility to accept and to know that there are things that need to be. And thanks be to God, there are many of them, I have, have borne them up in prayer. Also, some of these things, eh, my God, listen, what exposes the devil is light. Sometimes, eh, all you need to do is to free your heart to somebody you trust. Now, you understand that. Don't sit in the room Sometimes, what exposes it? Bring it to light and it is exposed. You understand that? There are many of them, and then I, I said, man of God, don't worry. You know, sometimes I said, don't worry, not because I think it is okay, because I think that you have taken the right step. You, nobody is going to come to you and tell you, yeah, stop sinning, no. Nobody come and tell you, you are the, no, me. I'll never do that. Even if God shows me, I'll never do it. It is not the place of any man. How many people did Jesus go to and tell them stop sinning? But when they had come to Jesus and he had sealed them, he said, go and sin no more. Can you see that? Yeah. The, it starts from you. Expose that thing. Expose it. Don't give it room to grow. Now you understand that. Because eventually one day you'll be found out. Are we learning? Are you sure you are learning? Please, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Somebody doesn't like my message. But in order to bear fruit, in order to what? 
in order to what? Bear fruit. Some of these things need to come to light. Am I preaching to somebody? Hallelujah. Sometimes, my God, the breakthroughs that we experience in our lives. Sometimes you can come to church. Woba will go and find somebody who has seen heavily. With Denny Bonny Crucial We're cheating. And he enters church and then the next thing he says that a man of God will meet him and say, ah, you, I see you, a man of God. God will lift you. God will raise you. Now, because of some of these things, we are tempted to think that God is okay with our actions. No, global, do you follow? You know that this thing, but Obaya, the prophet doesn't talk to you about the things you are doing. They are only always telling you about what God will do in your life. You think it's a seal of approval that God is content with your character. You are a joker. Can you see that? You know you are doing things that you shouldn't do. You come to church, the man of God prays you, the power of God comes upon you. He prophesies to you, he says, ah, that means God now, he has forgotten you. No, tell somebody no. Tell somebody no. It doesn't work like that. Please, it doesn't work like that. I'm telling you, I know many of you are angry with me, but it doesn't work like that. I don't want to waste your time in prayer. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. That is what David said. Can you see that? I don't want you to waste your time in prayer. And I'm not speaking to a struggling believer. I'm speaking to the one that has settled. You know that when you live here, you are going to sleep in another man's room. You know, oh sorry, I know it is part of your plan. You understand that? You know, there are certain things which are not. Somebody say, I will not do it and end up doing it. That is different. But you have accepted it. That is your state. Come out. Say it. Confess it. Bring it to light. Seek help. Now you understand. Expose. The, it is not you. It is the devil trying to manipulate. Expose him. Tell him I am a child of light. You understand that? Tell him I am a child of light. There are times I've finished preaching. There are some people that come to me and say, man of God, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm experiencing. I said, by the grace of God upon this altar, let liberation come to you. And oftentimes, many a time, I check on them, I pray with them. You say, and, 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 yes, I will, and I'll pray for you. There are some people I'll pray for. I'll have time and pray for you. God should have mercy. You understand that? But secretly, you think you are officer or hear me? And you are always here praying, break, break, loose, loose. What are you losing? What are you breaking? Don't set, tell somebody, don't settle in it. You wake, wake up in the morning, what for plan? And say, oh, that, that will be. That, you see, that is the composition. That is your makeup now. Don't deceive thyself. Oh. Now, are we together? Expose it. Tell somebody, expose it. Bring it to light. See the man of God. Man of God, this is what is happening. Let the man of God pray with you. Let the man of God help you. Please, are we together? Run to God and let and be not caught like Achan. Now, the problem with Achan was that he didn't come to you. Had Achan come to Joshua himself to confess, Papa Joshua, this is what I've done. I'm sure God would have had mercy on him. But he waited until by prophecy he was discovered. Please, are we together? Please, are we together? Shout, I hear you. What God is doing in your life is not a seal of approval. Somebody said, in spite of all I'm doing, I'm growing in grace. No, you understand that? The ministry is thriving. Everything is well. Do you know why the devil will allow you to grow? Even when you are doing things you don't have to do. Because he wants to increase the casualties. Because when I have few people, I fall with few people. But when I have two, 
too many people. I'll fall with too many people. Don't let anybody deceive you. Hello? I love this scripture in Ecclesiastes, the chapter, let's go there. Ecclesiastes, the chapter number 8, the verse number 11. It's a scripture that I always love. I love that scripture. Standing, let's go to Ecclesiastes, the chapter number 8. Now, because the sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. Look at it. Look at the scripture. He said, because the sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do God said the sentence has already been pronounced. You understand that? That the sentence has not been executed. My wife tells me when I discuss the matter, or say in Ghana, there are people that have the death sentence on their lives, but they are kept in prison until a president comes who is willing to sign it. Am I right? That's right. Before they will shoot them. But almost one say president Biba, no Pesi Kuma, you just sign it and they will be hot. That's all. Omedi Boni be a death sentence. Eddie at home so mugu prison once I but the reason is not because the reason is because you need a president, a certain president, to sign it off before they can watch. But Ghana have president be anywhere fan of the man in them. What you say? But so biba, no, you're wicked. No, he can just call for that one, sign it. That is your end. Now, because you have not seen the judgment of God speedily on your life, don't think that he has not judged. Now, can you see that? He said, because, because the sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, the heart of man is set. So there is a sentence. That is what King Solomon is saying. There is what? A sentence. That it has not been executed doesn't mean there is none. You understand that? Tell somebody be careful. Tell somebody expose it. Bring it to light. Bring it to light. Are we together? No, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Now, coming to the Joshua, the chapter number seven, time has, I'm ending at, to have been a disciplined preacher. Can you clap for me? Because Amen. Now, now I want you to Joshua the chapter number seven. Let's look at the verse number ten to thirteen. Here we are now on nineteen to twenty-one. Seven, ten to thirteen. Joshua seven, ten to thirteen. Look at this. So the Lord said to Joshua, "Get up. Why do you lie thus on your face? Come down." Israel has sinned and have also transgressed my covenant, which I have commanded them. For they have even taken some of the accursed. Can you see? The things that the guy took that God said he wanted. God called it accursed things. But what did make say? I didn't quantify gold, any fine linen, any then, 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 some few things. Now, a final Bible saying, Yanko Ponce Salimane, the Ayan Commandano. Yanko Ponce, a case. There are many of you who are keeping things that are a case with you. Hello? The reason why, and your memoir drama is because there is something in your life that belongs to God, and you are still keeping it. Are we together? He said, a case, and yet he said, consecrated to me. 
cursed. But when he goes to God, it becomes a blessing. Can you see that? He said that for they have even taken some accursed things and have both stolen and deceived. Now, because of one sin, your friend of covetousness, that's an ikan kind. And I'm a fire covetousness. Yen the new hun in ope. And nunti a dinu kuri a rimu a ri because he stole it. He coveted it, number one. Number two, he he did what? He stole it. And I'm a number three, he lied. Is that not true? Number three, he did what? He lied. Number four, he blasphemed. He took the name of God for granted. The covenant of God that was not supposed to be broken. He took what God wanted. He wanted to stand in the place of God. Because of one thing, covetousness. Now, stop. look at this. For they have even taken some of the accursed things and have both stolen and deceived. And they have also put it amongst their own stuff. Let's go down quickly. The verse number 12. Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before the enemies, but turn back. But turn their backs before the enemy. Because they have become doomed to destruction. They have become what? Whenever, listen to me, whenever you hide things in your tent, you are not the only one that suffers you. You give place for the devil in your family. When a can continued in his evil ways, they killed him and all his family. And even all his animals, they killed them. They stoned them. God doesn't want these things in Israel. Look at this. Because they have become doomed to destroy. Neither will I be with you anymore unless you destroy the accursed from among you. Can you see that? Can you see that? Come down to the verse number 13. Get up, sanctify the people and say, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow because that's yet the Lord of God. There is an accursing in your midst. Oh Israel, you cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the accursing from you. You are in battle and you have something that is fighting you. Also, you are a soldier. You yourself, you are battling the altars in your home. And you have brought upon yourself an altar that is fighting you. It's with you and it's fighting you. Are you not disturbing yourself? You understand that? He says, so long as this accursed thing remains with you, you cannot stand before your enemies. Many of you, the reason why life is beating you left, right, center is because there is an accursed thing in your life. There are some things you cannot stand before because of the accursed thing you have settled in. Cut cut break loose, come, go, die, eat. What, what? Everything some and still the thing remains. Why do you think? Listen to me, please don't deceive thyself. If there is an accursed thing in there, you cannot stand in front of your enemies. You run, you'll be defeated. Are we together? Hello? Hi. Don't wage war if you are not prepared. I said, don't wage war if you are not what? Because battles have consequences. You understand that? In the battle you go, there are consequences. So if you are not prepared, don't start. If Kansarod wants to fight America, it means they are prepared for death. Is that not true? Yes. Battles have consequences. So don't start. In the America, for do a Because if you open your mouth, don't start if you are not ready. Throw away that casting. I said what? It, expose it, bring it to light. Go to the preacher, go to the man of God, go to somebody. Sometimes you stand before him, you cannot open your eyes, but do it. No, I, I don't know. 
There are many of you, like I'm saying, you are struggling with it. You are not the one I'm talking to. There are people who have settled in it. Even those who are struggling, they go to the man of God. Open your eyes. Let him know. The man of God is also doing things that is not right. He will understand. You, will un you understand. Just that they are grace to handle it. No, you need to understand these things. Please understand this. Go to him and say, man of God, I know that this, 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 please help me. If after an admonition like this, you choose to settle and hide, no, know that one casa you bring upon yourself what you want. Are we together? The family of Achan didn't steal anything. It was Achan that stole. And I'm what? The daughters and the sons of Achan, they probably were not away. They didn't enter Jericho some. They were little children, but they burned them. Don't expose your family. Don't expose your family. Some of you, you are the spiritually, you are the heads of your family. Don't expose them. But what you are saying. If Global starts bringing accursed things into his home, he's exposing his family. Are we learning something already? You're a man of the house. Don't expose your family. I said you're a man in the house. Don't what? I said you're a man of the house. Don't what? You are the mother of the house. Don't expose. You are a son in the house. Don't expose your family. Go to the man of God. Say, man of God, this is what is happening. I have some wonderful... That's why I love some of the men of God. This is what is happening, man of God. This is what is happening. And by the grace of God, it is not to the glory of any man, but by the grace of God, I inquire of the Lord. The Lord says to me, it is done. And many of them, before they know it, it is gone. But previous years, they struggle, try and pray and fasting. They, you know. But before you know it, when the light of truth settles upon it, don't feel too proud. Don't feel too proud. And don't think that yeah, anointing can be gauged though. You can deceive everybody. But there are times you are in the spirit and you know that this person, there is something that inhibits. There is something that cuts. You won't understand. Don't think that, don't, you can deceive everybody. The other day I was telling one man of God, I said that you can deceive me for some time, but you can't deceive me all the time. There will come a time I will know. There will come a time. I told, I told him, man of God, I told you can deceive me, I am not God. But be, be, beware. One day, one day. Say one day, one day. One day, one day. And by that time, one day a man of God came to me and said to me, man of God, this is what I've been doing. I said, that is not all. He said, how do you know? I said, because I know everything you are doing. He said, this is not all. If you have come to confess, confess everything through and through. Hallelujah. Yeah. So many of them are going, they love me because I'm a good man. Am I not a good man? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to preach somebody. Are there some husbands in the house? Are there some wives here? Are there some young women here? You say, I want your young woman. Why are you by force? Because I'm on your case. Why are you by force? Hallelujah. You can, you, you can lie, and the devil is surprised. No, this student is greater than his master. You know, the Bible said that no servant is greater. But the way you can lie, you can impress the devil. The way you can form. There are some ladies, eh? it looks like when they are, they are, they are walking lies. I've met someone. Remember that song? I've met some. 
I look at them and say, hey, and you got that courage to come and stand here and lie to me like this. Pastor, be careful. Oh. I say in my head, oh, I don't tell them. I say, be careful. Oh. You can deceive me for some time, but you can't deceive me. Oh, there is a day. I find out. One day I told one man, I said, you are living a, li you are living a lie. He was angry with me. I said, the life you are living is a lie. Everybody knows. But I know you. I have seen you. One day I saw you. I know you. I told him, I know you. You know, so you see, God sees you. And all of you come to church. You are mocking God. You have, you have decided in your mind not to change. Why are you watching? So long as you can bring fat seed. I said, I know you. I watch. No, you are a bad man. You don't have the love of God in your heart. No, I'm telling you the truth. I told him, you don't have the love of God in your I didn't tell him he's a bad man. I told him, you don't have the love of God in your It's another way of saying you're a bad man. You understand that? Yeah. No, there is a difference though. It's not as though the preacher talking is righteous. No, that is not it. But I'm trying to change. But you are not trying. At all. You are enjoying what you are doing. I don't know. You are perceived. You are doing this. God will punish you. There are some men in the church. Every woman in the church, they have told them, I love you. Every single woman. And you won't change. No, I'm not saying, some, some, some of us are changing. Thank God. So, you know, say, listen, I can say certain things. Some of you will wonder how I know. <laughs> I'm telling you. Met me, I can say, man. You wonder how I know. <laughs> no, but sometimes you'll be offended. And yes, you'll be offended. <laughs> Some of you, are you sorry about your day? Don't think that the foolishness you're engaging, God is approving of it because they prophesied to you. If they send me to prophesy, I'll come. The rest is between you and what? That's right. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. Is somebody blessed? Are you sure you are here? I said put those wonderful hands together for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So please, please, I beg you. Tell somebody, let's strive. Catch it with a strive. Catch it with a push. I didn't hear. Tell somebody, expose it. Tell somebody, confess it. Tell somebody, bring it to light. Find help. Say, God will help you. Tell somebody, you are not a sinner. Tell him, tell him, tell him, you are not a sinner. Say, you are a saint. Fighting sin. What you are saying? You are not a sinner. Don't allow the devil to convince you that this is who you are. You are a pig in the mud. There be... You are a sheep struggling to come out. You understand that? Is somebody here? So tell the devil, put the devil in his place. Resist him. Tell him, this is not who I am. I am born of God. The Holy Spirit dwells in my heart. I am bearing the fruit of the Spirit. From today, I will have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. I say, against such, there is no law. Somebody blessed today. Are you sure you are blessed today? Oh, are you sure you are blessed today? Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. My time is up.